Good evening, everybody. Welcome. October 13th, Tuesday, three weeks to go. Wow. Three weeks to go. It's great having everybody. Appreciate you joining us. A little plug, of course, to the website, InsidePolling.com. And as we approach 14,000 followers, uh, Inside Polling won on Twitter. And by the way, I have heard from some of you who said, hey, I don't have Twitter. Uh, you know, of course, I have Facebook and Instagram, which all the data goes there, too. But for those who are not on social media, and yes, there are a few of you, if you go to InsidePolling.com, I have a button on top that says Latest Tweets. Or just scroll to the bottom of the my homepage, and all the tweets are there, and they're all stacked up. So even if you don't have... Uh, uh, Twitter, and you want to take a look at um, the tweets, they're there and all the information. So it's another way to get it live. Anyway, we appreciate you being here. Thanks for the growing audience. Uh, why are we growing? Well, we're split down the middle. It's a nonpartisan uh, group. Uh, we collect all the data, get it to you. We try to look at uh, where things are going with the Trump-Biden race. We try to get you a little head start on that. Where we see momentum, where others may not. Sometimes, you know, you're only given, if you listen to the news, you're given the three polls that they want to give you. We give you all the polls. Polls, polls, polls uh, every day. And I'm here to kind of tell you where the momentum's, where it's going, where it's swinging. Uh, we've had, obviously, a lot going on here in the last uh, 10 days. It's been a couple of days. I think I was with you Friday night. I know it's Tuesday right now, so I wanted to get back to you. We didn't have much on the weekend, but... I wanted to get back to you with a lot of updates that I have. So uh, let's get started on where we always get started. Trump's approval rating uh, continues not to move too much on the overall average. But I do have uh, three uh, approval ratings for you. Innovative Research Group has Trump's approval rating at 46 and uh, disapproval at 52. So 46, 52. ABC News and Washington Post did theirs, 44 for Trump, 54, uh, I'm sorry, for Trump, 44 for approval, 54 disapproval, and Rasmussen um, was 48 approval, 51 disapproval. What does that do to all our averages? We punch that into InsidePolling.com. I get you the 14-day average. It's exactly the same as what it's been for about a month, 45 approval, 53 disapproval. Now, I know that disapproval has gone up a hair to 53. I think it was sitting at 52. Um, but it's been very, very stable number. Very stable number. Uh, let's move on to the national election, which, of course, is the head-to-head -head on, the, on the national poll numbers. We had about seven numbers. USC, 41 for Trump, 51 for Biden. It's a 13-point lead for Biden. 13-point now. Remember, that's something new that's broken in the last 10 days. We're getting into the double digits for Biden on a lot of polls. Um, now, of course, this USC poll takes an average of uh, – it's, it's, a, it's a very confusing average. It's a, it's a, a two-week average. It wrote – it's basically they take a – they ask the same people every three days the same question. 
So um, this is not going to be a fast-moving poll. But anyway, this is a 13-point lead for Biden, USC poll. Innovative research has Trump at 42, Biden at 47. ABC News, Washington Post, Trump 42, Biden 54. 12-point lead for Biden. Big numbers, big numbers. Uh, Investors Business Daily, who is now going to start doing daily polls. Remember the old days? We had a lot of daily polls. They don't do it anymore. It just costs too much money. So that's why we'll get into why these different polls do different things uh, in a little bit. But Investors Business Daily um, the, has uh, moved slightly a little bit towards Trump in the last day or two. But it's 40, uh, 43 for Trump, 52 for Biden. Still a very comfortable nine-point lead for Biden. Uh, let's move on to Yahoo and YouGov has Trump at 43. Biden at 51. Another eight-point Biden lead. Very strong. Morning Consult, same number. 43-51, eight-point lead. That was a, just I'm going to get you a number in the past, that was a nine-point lead, so it's eight-point lead, so basically flat. Zogby has a tighter race at three points. This is a right-leaning poll. 43 Trump, 46 Biden, a three-point lead for Biden. Right-leaning poll from Zogby. You may remember that from 2016. All of a sudden, now they popped up, and they're alive again and showing a much closer race. Uh, and again, right-leaning poll. Let's before I get into the states, I want to I want to talk a little bit about uh, the polling, the polls, and the polling companies. There has been a lot of talk, and I, and listen, social media is jamming with it. I know. People being critical of this poll, that poll, this poll, that poll. You know, here's my issue with with some of these polls. So we have a bunch of polls that are right-leaning. Rasmussen, Zogby, which I just mentioned, and maybe one or two others. There's also a more left-leaning polls, and... And here's where the polling companies get themselves in trouble. The polling companies, and we discussed it a little bit before, it's not like the old days. Polling is expensive. Doing a poll is expensive. They can't just throw an online poll out there and get a and get a poll number. Phone calls. It takes a you know, if you're gonna go person to person, the amount of people you have to hire, no one answers these polls anymore. Who's picking up the right now? I called you on your phone, and it says spam on it. You're not picking it up. No one picks up their cell phone. No one picks up their cell phone anyway. But imagine, you know, a, a polling company try to get accurate number. How do you find a thousand people in a state to pick up their phone? And who who is picking up their phone? So what the polling companies do is they look for people to hire them. So the candidates hire them. So. When I mentioned this is this poll is a right-leaning poll, this poll is a left-leaning poll. Now here's the issue: when you've got a lot more left-leaning polls, well, that skews the average. It skews the average. So everyone says, "Well, wait a minute, wait, wait. The polls are so wrong." Well, yeah. When you've got Quinnipiac, you know, at, at 14, 15 point leads and missing Florida by 10 points in in 18, missing missing the Trump. Trump-Hillary um, race in 16 by a ton. 
it skews the averages. So when you get the, the PPP out there, uh, the polling company, which they proclaim to be a Democrat poll, the pollster. Quinnipiac, same situation. So what does it do to all the rest of us who want, hey, listen, I get it. You're a Biden supporter. You love these poll numbers. It's like they're, they're, they're feeding you candy that you want to be fed. But don't we really want just down-the-middle polls? I mean, PPP made a Twitter statement. I, I couldn't even believe what they said. And they, they were like, you know, basically, do you remember, you know, how Republicans felt when, when the last time we dropped this poll? And I, so I wrote back and I said, does anybody remember, what, you know, when pollsters were unbiased? And did a down-the-middle poll. Come on. The more data we have, the more unbiased data we have, the more accurate our polls are going to be. So everyone's now looking at this and saying, okay, it's a nine-point lead. Absolutely, it could be. But if it's skewed, well, the polls are going to be wrong. Hey, and Biden can still win by four or five points. It's no problem. But how do you get accurate polls? How do you get accurate polls is when you when you – have a group of pollsters who basically say, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get paid by anybody. I'm not going to make that public. And I'm just going to put out down the middle polls, accurate polls, the proper amount of Democrats, the, the proper amount of Republicans and the proper amount of percentage of independents. You know how they skew polls? It's very simple. Let's say a right, or uh, let's say it's Zogby. How do they do it? Well, you, you, you take a, you take a state like Wisconsin, which is pretty split Republicans and Democrats. What do they do? They just pull more Republicans and less Democrats. It's, it's simple. So we're begging for pollsters to give us down-the-middle numbers. And the, the critical thing is, doesn't everybody want accurate polling? Well, you're not getting accurate polling. That's why I want to be honest with you. And, of course, if I handpick who I think is a middle-ground pollster, well then the right's going to say X and the left's going to say something else. So I'm going to just try to give you the, the, the proper data as best as I can without putting my personal touch on it, but that's where we stand. I just want to let you know that's what's going on now with the data. Let's get to the state polls. So PPP, which I mentioned before, left-leaning poll, Trump in Georgia, 46 Biden, 47. So Biden, plus one in Georgia. That's exactly the same as their last poll in Georgia. Okay, and that's what we really have to watch. And that's why one thing that we do differently here, which you won't hear anywhere else, is comparing that specific poll to the last time it was out. And that's really critical. So I don't care if PPP is left-leaning. Let's find out where the momentum is. So in Georgia, they have it the same. Biden, plus one, as they did last time. Baldwin Wallace did Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Michigan. So Wisconsin, Trump 43, Biden 49. That's a Biden plus six. It was a Biden nine. So Trump gained three since the last time Baldwin Wallace did Wisconsin. Pennsylvania, which I've talked about a lot. A couple states have widened out. A couple states have tightened. Florida seems to have gained back a little Biden momentum. Pennsylvania, the same. The Midwest, going Biden's way. So here's Pennsylvania. Baldwin and Walls, Trump, 45. 
Biden 50. That's a five-point lead. What was it last time? Biden plus two. So there's exactly what I told you a week ago, right? We saw this a week ago. That's why you come to Inside Polling, you listen to this podcast, because I'm going to give you this number before it even comes out. So it's a Biden plus five. It was a Biden plus two. That's a gain right there for Biden. So we had a gain for we had a gain for Trump in Wisconsin. We had a gain for Biden in Pennsylvania, Ohio. They have Trump plus two. Uh, last time it was Biden plus one. So that's a Trump plus three in Ohio. So right now, Trump plus two in Ohio, 47-45. Michigan, they got Trump at 43, Biden at 50. That's a seven-point lead. What was it before? An eight. So pretty flat. Uh, Trump basically gaining one there. That's Baldwin-Wallace. We go to New York Times. They did Michigan. They did Wisconsin. They did Pennsylvania. Michigan, exactly the same as, uh, no, they, didn't, they hadn't done Michigan before, so this is the first-time poll for New York Times out of Michigan. Trump, 40. Biden, 48. Biden, eight-point lead in Michigan out of New York Times. Same polling company, Wisconsin. Ten-point lead, 41-51. Ten-point lead for Biden. What was it last time? Look at this, Biden plus five. That's a gain of five for Biden in Wisconsin. We talked about the Midwest two weeks ago of Biden opening up a lead there in, in the Midwest. Pennsylvania, back to Pennsylvania here, back to back. New York Times, Trump, 46, Biden, 51. What's that, a five-point lead? What was it last time? A plus nine for Biden. So there, there's a Trump gain of four. So how's that? So we had a, a in, in, in two separate polls, Baldwin and Wallace, we had a gain of Biden by a couple. And here we go. Uh, New York Times has Trump uh, tightening the race there in Pennsylvania, 46, 51. That's a plus five for Biden. Reuters. Had it as uh, in Wisconsin, 44 Trump, 51 Biden. That's a seven-point lead. It was six before, so a plus one there for Biden. So we got a seven-point lead for Biden in Wisconsin. Pennsylvania, same number, 44-51. Okay, seven-point lead in Pennsylvania for Biden. What was it before? A plus three. That's a gain of four for Biden. So three polling companies, two have it going hard towards Biden. New York Times has it going towards Trump on a momentum. So three polls, totally three different numbers. Emerson did Florida. I don't have any data in the past, but this is a three-point lead for Biden. I believe this poll right here, right now. Three-point lead uh, from Emerson does a pretty good poll. 47 Trump, 50 for Biden, three-point lead out of Emerson in Florida. Now, Morning Consult did, let me run down the states, Wisconsin, Texas, Pennsylvania, Ohio, North Carolina, Mini, Michigan, Arizona, Georgia, and Florida. Let me give you this data. Now, again, we like this, right? One company does all these states uh, on one day, so then we can compare it to the last time they did this, and they come out with it every couple weeks. So let's take it from the top here. This is Wisconsin. They have another solid, I mean, these numbers are identical in Wisconsin everywhere. 44-51 in three polling companies. 44-51, three polling companies in Wisconsin. Morning Consult, that's a seven-point lead. It was eight before, so basically it's flat. Trump plus one on that one. So seven-point lead for Biden in Wisconsin. Texas, last time it was a tie, now Trump up by two. Pennsylvania, last time it was five, now it is eight. Okay, so three polling companies towards Biden, one towards Trump in Pennsylvania. 
So that makes sense to what I was talking about last week in Pennsylvania, how Pennsylvania has opened back up. And I am just stopping there for a second on Pennsylvania. With the Midwest closing in on Trump, meaning falling behind, the door really opens up for a couple different avenues. Trump needs Florida. Trump needs North Carolina, which I mentioned to you last week, has opened up for Biden lead. Trump needs Pennsylvania. Those three basically get him home. Now he's got some work to do and a few other congressional seats, Maine too in Nebraska. And, of course, Arizona's out there, which is looking slightly hopeful for Trump. But you could, and by the way, where, where is he doing his speeches right now? North Carolina, Florida, and Pennsylvania. Those are his first three stops since he came back and he's back on the campaign trail. And what did we say a couple weeks ago? What's his easiest, you know, what's, you know, what's his easiest way to get elected? Those three, Florida, North Carolina, Pennsylvania. You may see Trump in about 10 days from now just going to those three states. In Arizona, he'll probably pop out to two. So we left off in Pennsylvania. We're going to move on to Ohio. We're with Morning Consult, the polling company, who did the 10 states here. Ohio, uh, 49 Trump, 46 Biden. That's a three-point lead for Trump in Ohio. It was five. Biden gaining two on that, but still a three-point lead for Trump in Ohio. North Carolina, which used to be a tie almost every time I read this to you for two months. Now we're starting to see a widening for Biden. 50 to 46 for Biden here. A four-point lead. What was it last time? A Biden plus one. This could be the critical state right here for Biden. If he wins North Carolina, boy, oh boy, oh boy, then it gets really interesting. Really, really, really tough for Trump to win without North Carolina. But morning consult, four-point lead for North Carolina for, for Biden. Minnesota, uh, six-point lead for Biden, 50 to 44. What, what was it before? It was four. That's another Biden plus two in the Midwest. Six-point lead for Biden in Minnesota. Michigan, we have 44 for Trump, 51 uh, for Biden. That is a seven-point lead. It was 10, so Trump gaining three there in Michigan. Uh Arizona, 46 for Trump, 49 for Biden. That's a three-point lead. It's exactly what it was before. Georgia, uh, let's see what we have here, 49 to 47, two-point lead for Trump in Georgia. That's the same also, 49-47. So a couple ties there going through Arizona and Georgia. And Florida, we have a five-point lead for Biden, which is the same also, 46 to 51. Trump, 46, Biden, 51, five-point lead in Florida. Okay? So, you know, you look at Ohio, looking strong for, for, for Trump, obviously, and has to be. Uh, we talked about this, too, Georgia, solidifying. Now, remember, remember how tight uh, Trump had gotten into Florida to one? Let's take a look at the average and see what it's done uh, when we get done with this. But uh, so 
you know, we we got to take a look at a couple more numbers here. I've got about actually about seven more. Uh, Florida Atlantic University has it at a four point lead for Biden in Florida. I mean, there's not many numbers here with Trump ahead at all. Florida, four point lead for Biden. That was the same as last time. Uh, Trafalgar in uh, Pennsylvania has it a tighter race in Pennsylvania. 45 Trump, 47 Biden. Two-point lead for Biden in Pennsylvania. That's a right-leaning poll, though. Reuters, North Carolina, has it at a tie. They haven't done that before. Michigan, 44-51. We saw that number before, too, a lot. We're seeing a lot of 44-51s, aren't we? I probably read that a couple times in a bunch of states. That's a seven-point lead in Michigan, and that looks like about where we are in Michigan. Seven-point lead for Biden. University of New Hampshire did a 43-Trump, 55-Biden. That is a 12-point lead for Biden in New Hampshire. Survey USA did North Carolina. Here we go again. Biden plus five. What was it last time? A tie. A plus five for Biden, North Carolina. We talked about it. I gave you the heads up on that. Something's going on in North Carolina. Monmouth, North Carolina again. Biden with a three-point lead. 46 Trump, 49 Biden. What was it before? Biden plus two. So that pushes Biden plus that one more. So a, uh, a three-point lead for Biden in Monmouth. In Nevada, a little tighter race. WPA intelligence, Trump 42, Biden 44, Biden two plus two in Nevada. Those are all our numbers. So what does that tell us? A little solidifying since Trump's obviously back on the trail, out of the hospital. We're starting to just now see those numbers coming about. I knew it would take a while. I'm still waiting for probably the end of this week. The end of this week, I would say probably by Thursday, Friday, we are going to start getting some clean numbers of all, you know, post-debate done, uh, Trump going into the hospital done, Trump coming out of the hospital done, Trump back on the campaign, now we're in the numbers. So let me walk you through one more time where we stand. It is Tuesday night right now. Trump's approval rating, 45. Disapproval at 53. In the national election, we still have Biden holding on to a nine-point lead. Beware of that. Beware of that. Uh, what I talked about before, my rant earlier, these polls that are just too far onto one side are skewing these numbers. So just be careful when you see a nine-point lead. Trump, 42, Biden, 51. Let's take it to the states. I'll run them right down for you. Michigan, Biden plus eight. Maine, two, is now a Trump plus eight. Wisconsin, a Biden plus seven. Nevada, Biden plus four. Iowa, I've got a Biden plus one in Iowa. Of course, if Biden wins Iowa, it's over. Minnesota, Biden plus seven. Listen to these numbers I'm reading off. New Hampshire, Biden plus 10. North Carolina, can you believe this number? Biden plus three. Think about the movement North Carolina has gone through. This used to be Trump plus two. This thing has moved five points, and it's not one of these, 
New Hampshire's where you get a poll every three weeks. North Carolina's getting polled every day. This is a consistent number. Biden plus three. We're showing movement. Biden's way to North Carolina. Ohio, Trump plus two. Pennsylvania, Biden plus seven. How critical is that number? Biden plus seven in Pennsylvania. Texas, Trump plus two, solidifying Texas. Trump now in the lead in Georgia, Trump plus one. Florida was Biden plus one and is now back up to Biden plus four. If Biden holds on to Florida, it's over. Think about all the states, all the states that if Biden wins, it's basically over. If Biden never won Ohio, over. Biden never won Iowa, it's over. Biden never won Florida, it's over. Biden never won Georgia, it's over. If Biden never wins North Carolina, it's probably over. Biden wins Arizona, it gets brutally hard. Biden sweeps Pennsylvania. If Biden wins Pennsylvania, it's probably over. Biden sweeps Michigan, Minnesota, and, um, and of course, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. It's done. Think about all the states that Trump has to win. And he's only winning in a couple states here. Georgia, Texas, Ohio. That's it. On the battleground states. I only read you three states, guys. So, that's where we are right now. If I had to summarize this in 30 seconds, it's this. North Carolina still slightly moving to Biden. The Midwest has solidified. The lead has not grown anymore. And maybe Trump has just squeezed it just a hair. But Biden's got such a big lead right now. There. Florida opened up a hair. Now, let's see, of course, what happens. Trump's going to be down there a lot. So let's see what happens in the next seven days. And Arizona, still somewhat tight. Still somewhat tight. That could be the wild card there, too. There's a lot of scenarios here. So let's wait a couple more days. It's Tuesday. I'll probably come back to you maybe on Friday night to give you that big update about really where we are. Think about it. A week from today, it's only two weeks away. There's not much left to be had. Not much uh, ads that no one has seen that's going to shock anybody. There's First of all, there's no news on Trump that's going to move the needle. And, you know, if Biden right now is just being smart, following the path, following what his campaign says, and it's working. And Trump's got a lot of catching up to do. And listen, it's, it's Tuesday. I mean, we know campaign stops Monday night. So, uh, guys, I really appreciate you joining us. Hopefully everybody uh, you know, is up to date. We know where we are. And I'll be back in a couple days unless something really breaks. And I uh, hope everyone's doing good, and we'll, uh, we'll chat with you soon. Everyone take care.